Y Group invites all AEC industry leaders to the 2024 AEC Small Business and Entrepreneurship Forum, the premier event for small firms in the AEC sector. Experience innovative strategies and insights on May 21st, crafted by Zweig Group's industry experts. Engage in keynotes and interactive sessions focused on recruitment, retention, and business growth. Join Zweig Group for this unique networking opportunity and take your business to new heights. Secure your spot today and be part of the AEC industry's future. Visit ZweigGroup.com for more information. The Zweig Group team looks forward to welcoming you. Welcome to the Zweig Letter Podcasts. Putting architectural, engineering, planning, and environmental consulting guru Mark Zweig and his team of experts straight talk in your ear. Mark has more than 30 years of experience helping AEP and environmental firms thrive. And these podcasts deliver his invaluable management, industry, client, and HR advice directly to you, free of charge. The Zweig Letter and the Zweig Letter Podcasts let you develop professionally wherever you are. Hey, everyone, and thank you for joining Zweig Group Media and the Zweig Letter exclusive interview series. With almost 25 years of continuous coverage of the design industry, the Zweig Letter is a constant in an ever-changing marketplace. We are bringing you some of the best and brightest minds that our industry has to offer. Today, I am pleased to welcome Chad Kleinens, newly minted president and CEO of Zweig Group, based right here in Fayetteville, Arkansas, to the show. Chad, how are you doing today? I'm fantastic. How are you, Randy? It's good to have you, man. I, I you know, it's it's so funny for for the listening audience out there. I've I've been threatening Chad that I'm going to get him on the show, and everybody always hears Mark or, or hears some of these other CEOs that we invite to be on uh, the interview series. But we're finally starting to 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 make the 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 um the rotation around all the different people in the office, and certainly, I mean, I'd be remiss if I didn't have you on the show. Uh, not only just given your position, but but certainly um, you have so much to share that I was I could not wait to get you on this show and pick your brain dry. So hopefully we're going to uh, take a make an attempt to do that today. And so, you know, why don't you tell the audience um, something about you uh, that you just like to share with the audience in general? Well, yeah, I I. Um... The my new position is something I've been working for my whole life. Okay, it's something that uh, that back when I was in engineering school, I knew I wanted to do something in the engineering world, but do something that was just a little bit different and off track from the typical engineering career. And when I was a, a project manager and I was living over in Oklahoma and I saw that Mark Zweig had moved to Fayetteville, Arkansas, which was my hometown, <laughs> I couldn't believe it um, because, you know, Mark is a well-known icon in the industry. Yeah. And um, and there was something about the, that night that I read that article that I thought, wow, this this could be a possibility for me to get into something I've always wanted to do, which is consult to engineers and architects uh, and professional service consultants in their business side, helping them grow, helping them to think different, helping them with their business side of their organization. Yeah. So really it's, it's something that somewhat of a calling. 
And um, I was certainly blessed to, to finally get linked up with Mark back in 2013. And, and he moved me back home to my hometown and, and rebuilding this company here has been an exciting venture for me. Okay. And, uh, and of course, last week, his, uh, his affirmation of me and, and, and helping me step up uh, to something I've worked for my entire career is exciting. And I just think all of the possibilities it opens up as other people get to move up in this, in this organization. Yeah, no, I mean, I, it's, it's definitely exciting. I know I remember when you gave me the news of what the plan was, I was like, well, you know, it's about time. I mean, that's, that's, you know, you've kind of been operating in that. And, and I think a lot of us are, are, you know, are operating um, sometimes even above our pay grade because we're just called to do so many different things to make this company successful. So I applaud you as I know everybody else does uh, here at Zwei Group. And we certainly are excited um, for what this next uh, season of leadership will bring to uh, Zwei Group. And I have a, I have a sneaking suspicion that it's going to be some pretty exciting stuff. Well, Mark Zwei leaves huge shoes to fill. And of yeah. course, he's not going anywhere. He's going to remain <clears throat> heavily involved in the company and with our clients and the industry. And we need that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's something that uh, he's had a huge impact and will continue to. And I just think uh, what's happening here is going to help us all step up and evolve and grow and and do some big new things that the industry needs. Yeah. Uh, there's something, there's some things out there that we can do that, that nobody else has done yet. And I'm really excited about that. And I feel better than ever with the team we've got to accomplish those things. Okay. Well, yeah, I know. That's awesome. I, I'm My goal is to get that whole team on this podcast at some point in time so that our listening audience can hear from everybody. I mean, I think everybody has something to add to the conversation. And so I think it's really, uh, it's really, really important for people to understand what, what the firm is all about, but also just kind of understand our philosophy and, and, and why we do what we do on a regular basis. So, um, well, you know, without further ado, why don't you tell us a little bit about, cause you, I know you, you stick your hands in a lot of different things here at Zwei Group, but I know one area that's really important, it's near and dear to your heart, which is kind of like the whole marketing and branding. And why don't you talk a little bit about that? And, and, and about your role as far as that's concerned and what you've been able to do recently here at Zwei Group. Certainly. You know, that that is important to me. It, it's it's what the, the industry sees of us and how they interact with us is something that is very important to me. Our outreach uh, for most of the time I've been here has been based on email marketing. Right. And so, so many of the people that see what we do, they only get it through that one channel. Mm -hmm. And then there's a select group of our, our clients that interact with us and have been long-term clients that know Mark personally, and they get to see a whole nother side of Zwei Group. Right. So I know it's been important for us to expand our use of marketing channels, um, expand the brand, what it means. It's, it's historically been aimed at the top CEOs and the C-suite, and we have owned that market for a long time. And now it's important for us to push down into the org chart and capture the hearts and the minds of, of a whole new generation of, of folks that are growing up in these firms that are hungry for leadership, hungry for uh, growth opportunities. And they're wired different than the generation that's exiting the industry right now. And I think that presents an enormous opportunity for our company. Yeah. Um, and but in order to reach them, we had to expand outside of email marketing, which has become 
a lot more uh, complex, those waters to navigate. Um, ISPs have been getting very sophisticated and can spam, right. All that kind of stuff. And we've, we've learned a lot about ourselves, but, but also it's important to capture the people that are looking for us. And instead of just an outbound marketing strategy, more inbound where people sign up and want to be uh, informed of what's going on with our products and services. And we're only giving them exactly the dose they want and the exact formula of products and services that they want to learn about. So there's a lot going on here. And uh, I've, I've used the analogy, it's like uh, taking the plane off autopilot and then, and then rebuilding the plane on the way to the ground. Right. right. You know, it's, it's been like that because we were very reliant on um, really a small percentage of a high output of marketing material. And we're trying to reverse that where, it's less marketing material, but much more impactful and wanted and um, and valuable to the to the consumer. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean that certainly makes sense. I, I actually had um, in in a, in a previous episode, I had a chance to talk to um, Christy Zweig, who is kind of like the director of marketing and a, a million other things here at Zweig Group, and she was talking about. Um, I'm, I should have said Christy Zweig Niehaus. Cannot forget her married name, um, but I remember her when she was just Christy Zweig. But that's another story. So um, she talked a lot about just the importance of the marketing apparatus within the design industry and and why, um, just like we're we're we are kind of switching gears and doing things a little bit differently from an inbound marketing approach. Uh, many firms in our industry. Uh, need to take that same um, blueprint and follow it because, um, you know, there's there's very little uh, forgiveness in the marketing space if you're not marketing properly. You end up spending money and it becomes wasted, wasted dollars um, that that don't ultimately uh, bring you to the place that you want to be from a company perspective. Absolutely. You know, everything that we have learned about ourselves and, and the steps that we've gone through are directly translatable to our clients and, and it's something we can teach them <clears throat> and counsel them on how to, on best practices of email marketing and, and all of the different channels that you can, you can leverage to uh, expand your customer or your client base. Yeah. Uh, it has certainly been quite a journey <laughs> and, and we learn by doing, right. uh, you know, Randy, that, that at the core of who we are is we are not philosophers or, or um, regurgitators of other content. We uh, really develop all of our teachings and our our core philosophies are built from working inside firms yeah. and building our own firm. Yeah, you know, in the industry. So, right. uh, so that's something that's very important to us, and and uh, and we want to share all of these things with uh, w- with our clients. And and you'll see these things being integrated into our seminars and more of the content that we're putting out there. Okay. Well, so speaking of that, in terms of integration of new things, um, can you speak a little bit um, to, uh, I know you recently, we just recently had a um, retreat last week. And so I know there's some big things coming down the pike for Zui Group in um, 2017. And, you know, a lot of times when people 
listen to this podcast, we, we usually have uh, maybe a guest person on talking about their firm or just, you know, a different idea in business. But why don't you just kind of share with the audience? Because we don't really talk a whole lot about ourselves. We talk more about I- ideas and themes in the marketplace of the design industry. But why don't you just talk a little bit about where where, where things are going with Zwei Group um, specifically? Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's interesting because you know, maybe we don't talk enough about what we do because it's astounding the number of phone calls that we get of people asking us if we do this service or have this product. And it's something that's been a part of our company forever. And although, you know, we, we consider ourselves somewhat of a household name in the industry, you, you saw from some of the research that we did, what small market share we and and everybody else that's, that's, that's providing this type of service to the industry really has. So there's huge opportunity out there. Um, One of the big things we're doing internally that was a result of that exercise is, um, you know, really, uh, tying in and integrating all of our areas of business and and really getting serious about cross-selling you know it's the same conversation we have with clients so so you know as we're being transparent here we suffer a lot of the same things that our our clients do and so we go through the same processes to improve ourselves that we're prescribing to them it's the whole practice what you preach line that's that's important to us but certainly that the um I think just all of the the responses that we got internally and, and, and for the audience, you know, again, another one of our core beliefs is, is heavy in research. So everything we do is heavy in research and data collection. We want to deal with facts again, not just philosophy. And so out of that, for us, it's, it's integration of our services and products with each other, uh, creating internal platforms to make communication easier and and the big thing, and I think the, the the thing that our audience needs to know what is coming is, is for us, we are really going to uh, own the mobile and the web channels. We're, that that's a goal of ours. It's it's an opportunity out there that still hasn't been seized, and and we're building the team to do that. And I'm excited about that, about getting the information that we have into more hands and yeah. it kind of speaks back to that going down into the org chart. I want to make, uh, heroes, you know, out of people in this industry. I want the, the aspiring young engineer who's sitting in a meeting to get, be able to get on his mobile device and look up some stat industry stat and be able to, to present that to, to the, uh, to a board of directors or, or the, or the folks in that meeting and impress them with yeah. <laughs> his access to the information or her access to that information. So we really want to empower people with the information. You know, we've got volumes and volumes and volumes of content. We do. We that do. Some of it is not well known. It's, it's maybe hidden in books that were published 10, 15 years ago. All of it's still relevant. But it, we are on a crusade to make all of that content available uh, to everybody. Okay. Well, that yeah, no, I, I certainly concur with you. And, and and if nothing else, I think the mandate that we we received from that um, our retreat last week was that we've got a lot of work to do. Yes, in front of us. So you know, it's good. It's good. It's bad. And then when you talk about great ideas, it's like, oh, that's a great idea. And then you're like, oh crap, I actually have to do that now. So, uh, but I think our clients deal with that same idea. You know, they deal with that same um, sentiment. And it's just like, man, okay, we, you know, we we've, we've sat around these boardrooms and these conference rooms and these meetings, and we've come up with all these fantastic ideas. And now we actually have to go out and execute. Right. And execution's key. 
Yeah, and it, it is. It's it's the it, it's a problem that we all have. We're we're busy, <laughs> and that's good. A lot of our clients are busier than ever, and so these good ideas that we that come out of strategic planning requires a lot of execution and and a lot of people working on them, and there's not a lot of time. So you have to be really intentional about adding those resources, yeah. you know, and investing. And you know, right now it's you know it's funny we we have people that approach us about helping them with a strategic plan. And it's either, you know, several reasons. First of all, checking a box, it's been five years, we need to do another one. Right. Or they're in a desperate situation, yeah. they're in a bad situation. But you don't get many people come to you that say, we're doing so well, we need to see about how we can do better. Why? It's because they're so busy. Right. And we're actually seeing the statistics uh, trend now reversing where we're starting to see worse performance on marketing and some of these other areas. Why? Because firms are getting stressed. They're not adding the appropriate resources. And while the workload is high, the attention towards business development and marketing and looking way out is is shrinking and their perspective is starting to be brought in. It's about how can I get the work done that has to be done today? Yeah. And client satisfaction is, of course, of paramount importance. We must continue to make clients happy in the industry, uh, but we still got to be looking out there and, and preparing. And uh, there's not a lot of that going on right now. Right. right. So it's important to, to to digest information like this and consume and, and always have top of mind. How do I keep my business going and strong? Absolutely. So so tell us a little bit about because um, I know we have a number of events coming up this year. You'd come up with some really great programs that we're going to do uh, a number of new seminars in 2017, um, some that are open to the public, others that are uh, private, uh, privately branded in-house seminars for firms, which is something that we do here at Zui Group. Um, tell us, um, you know, what, and, and I guess it's all leading up to September of 2017 when we're going to have our Hot Firm event in Seattle, Washington, which I know will be a big event. And I've always likened Hot Firm to, you know, the Inc. 500, 5000, uh, but for the design industry. Mm -hmm. And um, the thing I've always liked about Hot Firm is that it really helps up and coming firms to look at the benchmark for what real success looks like in our industry for highly successful firms. Well, training is big. I mean, it's huge. And, and, our biggest survey that we have, the the access to data we have, is our best firms to work for survey. Okay. And we get some 11,000 plus data points wow. out of that. 11,000 employees, and, and, and these are all levels of the organization <clears throat> across the AEC industry. And training rises to the top of, of what really helps them score big, what helps these firms be perceived by their employees as the best place to work. Yeah. And so we've responded by adding uh, seminars, several seminars to our slate this year, uh, a new marketing seminar uh, to complement the business development seminar. And, and for those listeners that aren't aware of this, we are very intentional about separating what marketing is and what sales or business development is in the right. industry because those get commingled and, and people don't understand what one is or the other and and they don't understand what their investments are and then they don't understand what the returns are so marketing and sales we're doing a new management and uh, project management and leading teams okay uh, our entrepreneurial firm seminar that we rolled out last year which is really about showing it's it's really the best of 
everything we've seen and, 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 and really based on Mark Zweig's experience and the best firms he's worked with and really what they looked like all the way down to their core, the things they did that were different. So lots of things that we're rolling out there. And of course, like you said, it's all building up to our hot firm conference in uh, September, which as part of our, our initiative to push our products down into the org chart and reach down into, um, you know, deeper down into the project managers, the project architects, uh, all the way down. And we really even want to go all the way down into the universities. We're adding a um, young professionals track this year. Okay. Again, historically, the, the conference has been heavy in the C-suite, and that's been very powerful. Right. Uh, I think it's enhanced, though, by adding in some the young professionals. We're going to have breakout sessions aimed at them. Um, again, we haven't had uh, a large turnout in the past with that, but we're, we're with those new breakout sessions. I think that'll help. Also, we really have an exciting program this year. We've got a day three after party uh, where Coldplay uh, is going to be playing there in Seattle, uh, just blocks from our hotel. We've got the party buses lined up and we're okay. going to be shuttling folks for an all day after party that, that culminates in this uh, concert experience. Uh, wow. Yes. That's at CenturyLink Stadium. So we're really excited. It's it's. It's that those types of kind of co-branding that really is going to cause those further down in the org chart to notice us and think about us differently. It expands the brand. Yeah. The brand yeah. perception. It's not just those emails that I that I keep getting on surveys. Now it's it's all these training seminars. It's it's wow, a a, a conference that's like gonna be fun. Yeah. It's not yeah. just, you know, snoozing sessions, you know, one after another and just, you know get through it. Yeah. You know, we're, we're big on experience on creating an experience for these folks. Right. It's the food, it's the venue, and now it's going to be the party. That's awesome. And I think, you know, so the, I think the beauty of that is that now this year um, we're going to cover everything from baby boomers down to millennials in terms of the gamut, the full gamut of, of who we're going to speak to. Whereas before right it was on. just principals and shareholders and the leaders, the top, top tier of firms were opening it up to everyone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and you, you've you seen this. I, is, this is a trend. And, and in years past, we're getting more and more interest from the C-suite, from the board in what these other folks want and need. And, and so you're starting to see this commingling of these generations and more of an open mindedness. Again, it just marks an exiting generation and, and, and a new generation coming in and they are vastly different. Yeah. And there's a tremendous amount of interest in it. The, the sessions that were related to those topics, you know, last year were, were filled to the brim. There were right. people standing against the wall. I know. I so know. It, it's, it's good stuff, but uh, it's still, there's a real hunger for that information and that connection. And, and I think it'll be, I think our conference will be enhanced this year with with a, a more of a diversity of attendees. Yeah. I think everybody will benefit. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, will there also be programs for spouses or that's that another good point there. This year we are adding a two-day, we're calling it a concierge guided spouse experience. Okay. Spouse slash guest experience. And right. so what it'll be, it, it'll be uh uh tours of Seattle and and uh and set up lunches and so forth. And, and so it'll, during the day when the attendees are in sessions, the spouse and guests can have this, this guided experience where they can see the best of Seattle and, 
and and have that guided experience without just having to wander around and figure it out on their own. Yeah. So and now and now it's my understanding that uh, it, this is going to be at the Fairmont Hotel, which I believe is is just like across the street and down the street from the market. Yes, right. Which, Park, which is huge. Pike's Market, right? Yes. So and and the original Starbucks, which I'm sure will excite a lot of people. Uh yeah. So yeah. I guess I mean I don't know that we can promise that people will be able to catch salmon from their room. <laughs> but but they will be able to walk down the street and catch a salmon on the fly. That's right. That's right. They will throw a salmon if that's what you want to do, yeah. if, if you want to catch that. But yeah, you know, the at least in my four years here, the highest ratings we got on hotel was when we were at the Fairmont Copley Plaza. In, okay. In Which Boston. is a really nice property. Yes. Right, right. So this Fairmont is unbelievable. I've taken a tour of it. And, and of special note, uh, this Fairmont is the number one rated in food quality and and uh, in the entire Fairmont chain for like the fifth year in a row or that's something. That's saying something. And that's an internal thing that yeah. the, that the uh, staff shared with us. They're very proud of that. So the food should be amazing. The venue should be amazing. The room's amazing. And, uh, you know, hey, I don't know what the deal is with everybody says Seattle's rainy all the time. I've been there four times and the <laughs> right. sun's shown every time. It, it, I'm the same way. Every time that I've been to Seattle, it, the sun has been it's been absolutely gorgeous. So, it's just the know, weather's I fantastic. Guess, there. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, that that's uh, that's awesome. So and also for those of you that are seafood lovers out there, if I remember correctly, I think I had dinner at their restaurant at the Fairmont Hotel and in, in, in the downstairs level. And I think they have just a an assortment of oil oysters and all kinds of bivalves. I mean, whatever you want, they have it. I mean, my mouth is almost watering just thinking about it right <laughs> yes, now. It so and I, I'm recognizing that this is not a food podcast, but I'm going to tell you right now, um, there will be some good eating done at the Hot Firm event uh, in Seattle in September. So certainly want to encourage you to be a part uh, of all that Zwei Group is doing um, there with Hot Firm and Best Firm to Work For and you know all of the different awards that we will have at that event. Um, you know, tell me a little, just speak a little bit to, um, <clears throat> I know mentoring is, is really important to you. And I know we've talked about that in the past. And as we hi- hire new people on board here at Zweig, it's even more important to make sure that you take people under your wing and kind of walk them through the process. And you you had a very special mentor um, as you were rising through the ranks at your previous firm, uh, Garver. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, t- talk a little bit about that, the importance of the mentoring piece, because I think sometimes that's lost uh, on leadership within the design industry that because we're, we're, we're at such a, a zero sum game when it comes to getting work done and that's the focus and we don't take the time for the other aspects of it that, you know, and I think we talked about this last week that if you're not preparing for, you know, someone to replace you, you're really not doing a good job about preparing the next generation to rise up and really lead your organization. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Absolutely. Uh, it, it, you know, there's been a lot of interest in mentoring uh, in, in in the previous decade, especially in engineering. Um, and I know ASCE did a big push for mentoring. And I did actually did a lot of research on it when I first got out of school and developed a formal mentoring program for my firm. And, you know, formal mentoring programs are can be good, but really there's nothing that replaces just natural mentoring. Yeah. And, and it is hard to legislate that or to to, um, you know, to mandate that in an organization. But I did my 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 one of my mentors, I've had several, uh, Brock Johnson, he you know, he really, uh, I think, just looked beyond the uh, 
the level right below him and, and looked beyond that and said, who out there really wants to make a difference? And there was a big age gap. I mean, I was not the profile of the, of the company executive, but was was just barely an, a PE. So I was four years into my career and that's young. And, and, and anybody on this listening to this podcast can probably uh, understand it. We do have a problem in the industry with thinking you've got to have all of this experience, uh, professional engineering or architecture, or whatever it is, experience before you can take a leadership role. And there's a lot of missed opportunities there when we yeah. think like that. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of energy down into the org chart. Again, that's kind of one of the drivers of why we're trying to to reach down in there because we know there's a hunger for that. And uh, he did. He made it had a big impact on me, empowered me to do some things and get out and sell when I didn't have the profile of a seller. Right. right, right. <laughs> I, I, I can be a bit of an introvert, but, you know, I had a mission and that was help the office that I was working in grow. Right. And and there was nobody else stepping up. And I cold called. I drove around. I knocked on doors. And and that's. uh not fun for a lot of people, but it was uh, hugely successful and was transformative for the office. And eventually I took over a corporate role where, where I was able to interact with uh, Brock and the rest of the leadership team on a day-to-day basis. And I would just soak up anything they would they would give me. Right. And he was. He was a powerful mentor, uh, both professionally and personally, and mm-hmm. was a good friend and a great leader. And, and uh, I owe a lot to him. And and, you know, when I came to work with Mark, uh, I remember uh, busting into his office about four months after I was here saying, Mark, I've got this great idea. We need to give an award away at our annual conference for courage and leadership. And I didn't say maybe those exact words, but I do think I used the word courage because Brock was very courageous. He mm-hmm. really transformed a company that was very set in the way they were going to do things and he helped them think different and grow at a at a rate where in five years they did what they had done in the previous 87 years wow they did in just five years and and of course mark when i when i busted in he said actually we've already got this award (laughs) and it's based on my mentor jerry allen (laughs) right you you from you're familiar with yes and and when mark and i started talking about jerry allen and brock johnson we were shocked at the at the similarities, yeah. both in where they were born, their age. They were both died at cancer in office at the age of 63. Both of them had wives named Paula. Yeah. It was just, there's just all these They're crazy both from Texarkana. coincidences. Yes. Yeah. And, and so there were all these coincidences that, that we still today uh, talk about. But so anyway, that, that award, when we give that out every year, it, it means I think as much to me as it does uh, to Mark. And it's something that's very important in this industry, courage and the willingness to, um, lead change. And because again, we're, we're, you know, technical professionals, design professionals are typically pretty conservative by nature. We like, we like to do our due diligence (laughs) on, on ideas and initiatives in the organization. And so change sometimes it's, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. And and so, uh, but there are more and more out there that are leading change, and and Brock is an example of many. But but certainly, it's something that we're doing in our own company. I mean, we are evolving. You know, as a yep. first generation Swag White owner, you know the differences and understand how what really worked then and what works doesn't now. necessarily work yeah. now. Yeah. And, and even just some of the sophistications we had back then that were ahead of their time. 
that now we need to catch up on. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Because absolutely. technology is changing so rapidly. It's, it's, uh, it, it, it's something that you have to daily, you know, <laughs> be monitoring and, and thinking about 10 steps ahead, not just the next two. Yeah, no, it's like, you can't blink anymore for fear of change. Cause it's, it's going to happen. It's coming for you, whether you like it or not. There, so. there is. And, and I'll tell you, the industry really is going to feel it. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. it, there is a, there's a there's a there's something building right now that we're sensing. We see it in the stats and 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 you can see it in the generational differences. Yeah, that, that there is some big change coming in the way people think about how they work, yep. how they're employed by their employers. Yeah. You know what that looks like and how we staff projects and, you know, uh, you know what the contracts look like. So lots of stuff coming that I think is. And we've got to prepare this generation for, you know, how to make that transition. Yeah, no, I know it, it's I agree 100 percent. I actually I think a couple of months ago, I wrote an article about how the gig economy is coming for the design industry. And that's I mean, it's 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 I don't I don't say I'm a soothsayer or, or a fortune teller or anything like that. But the reality is, is that as you start looking at the statistics of how people consume information, how people prefer to work and the way people work, which is um it's almost the opposite of the way this industry has been historically. There's going to come either a meeting of the minds or a, or just a real smash up of the way people want to work and the way they want to do things in the way that we've always done things in the design industry. So it's going to be interesting to see. I, I don't want to be on the sideline for that one. I think both you and I will be in the mix in the midst of that fray as, as we start to make sense of what, what that really means. But I would say the next three to five years are going to, uh, call for some drastic changes in the design industry. So uh, you're absolutely all that very well said. It is, it, you can see it coming. Yeah. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Absolutely. So, well, man, this is, this has been great. I, I actually, this is, this is more than I thought it would be. I knew it was going to be good, but you know, you, I was like, I was telling you at the beginning that sometimes we have these conversations and they can go quickly or they can, they can take on a life of, of their own. And so this one is certainly taken on a life of its own, but I certainly want to, um, I want to, I want to preserve some more Chad for later. Um, so I don't want to, I don't want to wear you out on this one interview <laughs> because I want to have you back and to do some more, uh, in the near future. So we're doing something new here, um, on the TZL interview series, and we want to go deeper for our audience and learn who the real Chad Kleinens is. So we have a couple of simple questions that, uh, we'll end our interview with, and hopefully, uh, we'll have some fun in the process. Um, what was the last book that you read? The right. Well, right now I'm in the middle of leading change. Okay. Uh, as you can tell, <laughs> it's right. a book I started. <laughs> it's a, you probably bought that book the other day, right? You were like, oh my gosh, this is what's happening. So yes, yes. Several, several weeks ago, I started okay. that before that it was probably the millionaire next door. Okay. Uh, okay. It's a book I love because it's heavy in data. Yeah. If you've ever read that book, yeah, it's absolutely. just, I've read it twice. it's interesting, uh, you know, to look at how people build wealth and, and approach their careers and just the whole world's and cultures and society's perspective on on money. So that yeah. was a, that was a great book. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. awesome. Um, where did you go on your last vacation? I think I know the answer to this, but why don't you share that with the audience? 
The last vacation we did was uh, to Sanibel Island, Florida. Right. Okay. Goes to Fort okay. Myers. Okay. It's a little like four day trip. Uh, really nice to get away and yeah, <laughs> and recharge. Uh, recharge. So yes, it's one of my favorite places on earth. I love South Florida. I've said. Hey, we're going to have an office down there. Well, we have to, or we should have a retreat down there or something. We yes. got to figure something yeah. out. So, well, that, there's a lot of good awesome. firms down there that we work with and that in South Florida. And, and so we can make a business case for it. Oh, absolutely. I think so. <laughs> have everybody ride around the island on bikes and, and learn about themselves in the process. That, so. that would be fun. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, if you could binge watch one TV series, old or new, what would it be? Binge watch a TV series. Uh, well, I'm I'm right now waiting for the next season of House of Cards to be released. Yeah, it's, when is that happening? I believe it's the beginning of March. Okay. So okay. A, okay. A little over a month and a half to wait. Okay. So uh, yeah, that's that's one of the ones I've been binge watching. I, I uh, talk about art imitating life, imitating art. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so exactly. That's funny. Yeah. Well, I, I can't wait to see that. Uh, any others, or is that that? That's that's, that's the main one that's right main now. One. I'm also yeah. waiting for the next release of Stranger Things. Oh, you know, I've heard about that. I've heard that's actually a really really good um, show, but I've just I've just haven't. I'm I have an addictive personality, so I have to be very mindful about which extra shows I pick up and binge watch. The nice thing is that nowadays, unlike in the past, you can watch everything at once. You don't have to worry about waiting and well, when's the next one coming out? So that's kind of cool. Exactly. So, well, I see you're a St. Louis Cardinal fan. Do you, are you are you having big hopes for the the 2017 season or I do. Yeah. I do. And oh. and and I'm wanting to do something this year I've never done and that's take my whole family to a cards game. Oh, nice. And, okay. And I think that my girls are old enough that Yeah, they can appreciate they can, it. They can appreciate it. I think I'll have to get like some seats that are like, you know, sheltered from the sun and quick yeah. access to refreshments Take and, me out to in, order, in order to keep everybody, you know, from, right. you know, falling apart during that long game. Because yeah, absolutely. Baseball games are long, but it, it's certainly a love of mine. So, oh, very cool. Very yeah. cool. Well, good luck to your cards this this year. I know your, your, your Cardinals are in the same division with my Pirates. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Everybody seems to be taking a, a, a second place to the Cubs, but. You know, we'll see if history can repeat itself. Yeah. So, well, listen, Chad, thank you so much for uh, taking time out of your schedule to be with us on this Wide Letter interview series. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you. Yeah. So, folks, as a reminder, all Zweig Group media programs like this one are available in both podcast and in most cases, video format free of charge. You can download those on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, just to name a few places. We'd like to thank you for watching this in video or listening to the podcast by offering you a free copy of the Zweig Letter. Just visit free TZL dot zweiggroup.com. A link to all of this information will be in our show notes as well as Chad's contact information should you want to reach out to him and find out more about all the amazing things that are happening here at Zweig Group. And we certainly would love it if you would share this link with a friend, uh, give us a rating on iTunes, anything along those lines, just to tell us uh, what you feel and, and what you like or don't like about the podcast. We can take it. We're we're big boys and big girls here at Zwag Group. And uh, without further ado, I'm Randy Wilburn, and you've been listening to Zwag Group Media, part of Zwag Group. Remember, we exist to make you more successful. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in to this Zweig Letter Podcast. 
We hope that you can apply the Zweig team's no-holds-barred advice to your daily professional life. For a free six-week subscription to the Zweig Letter, please visit freetzl.zweiggroup.com to gain more wisdom and inspiration, in addition to information about leadership, finance, HR, and marketing your firm. Subscribe today.